Hello and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, President and CEO of the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Each week, a Chamber staff member will sit down with a guest to discuss what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, develop our workforce, and tell the inspiring story of Greensboro to the world. This podcast is brought to you by Truliant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. I'm so thrilled to be here uh, today. I'm Dabney Sanders, the project manager for the Downtown Greenway, and I'm joined by Laura Lorenz. Laura? Hi, Dabney. How are you? I'm great. Good. I work with Dabney as well on the Downtown Greenway and do a lot of our programming and our fundraising, so it's great to be with y'all today. Yeah, so we wanted to take this opportunity to uh, for Laura and I to have a little conversation about what's um, going on with the Downtown Greenway. We are feel so lucky that in many ways we have been able to continue moving forward with many aspects of the downtown Greenway despite COVID-19. Um, although we have had to pivot a little bit on a, on a few things and Laura's gonna talk about that. But I, I wanted to start uh, just for, for those listening who don't know about the downtown Greenway. Um, the downtown Greenway is a collaborative project between uh, Action Greensboro and the city of Greensboro. We started working on this, uh, gosh, back in about 2001 when it was identified as a key component of a master plan for Center City. We broke ground on the first section in 2009 and have been constructing and uh, opening sections and getting started on additional ones really ever since. Um, The Downtown Greenway is a planned four-mile paved uh, walking and biking trail that surrounds downtown Greensboro. It actually defines our center city and it expands the perceived footprint of what sometimes people think about downtown. Um, The paved path itself is either in asphalt or concrete, depending on the neighborhood uh, we're going through. Uh, and the environment surrounding it, and has um, lots of special features, uh, bike racks, benches, lighting, signage. We have some special features like innovative uh, stormwater treatment facilities, some fun things like big belly solar-powered trash receptacles, uh, and we also have quite an extensive program of public art that tells the community stories and tells the stories of the neighborhood that we're passing through. So that's just a very quick um, summary of the project itself, but we have so many exciting things happening um, coming up this fall. And Laura, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about um, both how we've had to sort of adapt to the change circumstances and what we're doing moving forward. Yes, Dabney, we are very fortunate that a lot of um, our events um, have take place outside. We've definitely had to shift how we think about our programming and reaching out to our residents and our constituents um, in light of COVID, but I feel like we really have a great um, 
list this fall of different events of ways people can get involved while still social distancing and um, following those um, protocols that we're all used to right now. So I feel like we're, we're very fortunate in that way. Um, we have been doing all summer, we started in June with our fitness program. That's many of you may know that we have been partnering with the Brian Y for the past eight years to offer free fitness classes um, uh, May through September, and we do that at Moorhead Park on the downtown Greenway, and so we started those a little later this year. We started them in June, but they have been um, just, we've been doing them every week. We've, we've had some struggles with heat and rain and all that, but we had uh, 15 um, at our class last week, and so that was a really good number. Those meet every Tuesday from six to seven at Moorhead Park, which is at um, the Spring Garden uh, uh, Trailhead parking area. And you park uh, can park on, on the street and come out um, and Brian Y instructors uh, do a variety of different classes. It's an hour long and it's a great way to be outdoors. And we do social distancing, of course, for all our, of our events. So those will run through the end of September. Another program that we're really excited about that we have started that's new this year is a fall nature series that we're doing on the downtown greenway we have three scheduled right now but we're working on others for later this fall and we'll definitely um, continue the the these classes pop-up events in the spring as well we had a great class last week it was an elderberry class that we have done a couple of times um, a couple for a couple of years and jennifer zulo with syrup and more is um, a guru she sells and makes her own syrup here in town locally and she has come out to meeting place to show people how they can harvest um, the berries which we do grow at meeting place meeting place is one of the only um, public edible orchards orchards in Greensboro so you can you can pick elderberries there and and make syrup and she shows us how to do that and 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 gave us great tips on the benefits of elderberry so that's a fun class that we always have a, a good turnout at um, on October 6th, we're doing a one that we haven't done before with the Piedmont Bird Club, and it is uh, Bird Watching 101. I think a lot of people, Dabney, this, uh, during this COVID have been looking for other ways to get out and, and find new hobbies, and I think one of them is bird watching. So we're excited to have uh, Stella and Tom Ware and Melanie Stadler with the Piedmont Bird Club to come out um, on October 6th. That's going to be at 530 at Moorhead Park, and we're going to explore the um, um, the park and look for um, signs of, of birds and they're going to give us tips and show us you know how to do that and what to look for so that's October 6th and then on October 21st we're going to learn how to uh, create our own permaculture garden in our own um, backyard and that will be on a Wednesday from 6 to 7 that will also be at meeting place meeting places is uh, the edible orchard that I mentioned where the elderberry class was that's located at 801 West Smith Street so if you're coming in right there into town on Smith Street it's at the corner of Smith and Prescott but of course all these events that we're mentioning um, can be found on our website and um, so under the events, uh, under our events page, and we are, you know, requiring, we need to keep the limit below 25. So we do ask people, even though the classes are free, we're asking that people register just so we, you know, don't have go over that number. Mm -hmm. So you can also do that um, on the website. And um, Laura, so what, 
Yes. Laura, what, what's exciting, I think, about the permaculture class is, of course, we had help uh, from the Permaculture Guild in planning, and they've continued to maintain Meeting Place, uh, that cornerstone site. We also are um, doing a redesign of Lo-Fi Park uh, this yeah. fall, and mm -hmm. we have um, commissioned uh, two permaculture gardeners who studied under Charlie Heddington to uh, work on that redesign. So we're excited about that. There's a nice tie in there. There is definitely. We we are um, big fans of permaculture gardening and cannot wait to see what's going to happen. The redesign at Lo-Fi Park that will take pl place later this fall. So let me think of some other events that I want to make you aware of. We're very excited about goat yoga on the downtown Greenway. Who would have thought? So we're doing that at Lo-Fi Park. Lo-Fi Park is, um, stands for Lower Fisher, which Dabney mentioned before, and it is the park that is at the corner of Eugene and um, Smith, right there in front of Joymongers. And we will do that on Saturday, September the 19th from 10 to 11. And now what, what is goat yoga, Laura? Well, so it's it's a fun little thing if you've never done it. I, I can't say if you're a hardcore yoga fan, um, you know, it's a pretty basic yoga class at all levels, which is great. And Kathy Unitas with Unite us yoga will bring her goats. She probably has about eight, I think, and, and they will join us in the park and they will come up and, and sniff you and, and lick you and maybe even stand on your back while you're doing one of your yoga poses. And just during this time of uh, uncertainty and craziness, it's just a great way. It, it's, we've, Dabney and I did it a couple of weeks ago to test it out. We had to, you know, do this for work just to make sure it all, it was, it, it met up to our standards and it definitely did. And, and it just is a feel good, make you happy kind of um, event. So you do have to register for that. And there is a charge for that. So you can go to the website there and get that information, but we're excited of uh, fainting goat spirits will be coming out that day um, and sharing a little bit of what they offer just as a pop-up and so that's going to be a fun tie-in as well so make sure you register for that soon because that will fill up that is a um a minute you know there's a maximum number there to keep our social distancing as well so we're very excited about that then we have we um on the 24th of september also in Lo-Fi Park, we're doing a pop-up fitness class with the Shoe Bus Mobile um, Boutique. They have done um, some classes for us in the past. It's going to be a HIT class, H-I-I-T, which is kind of a functional strength kind of class. And so Emily Morris and her team will come out that night um, to Lo-Fi Park. That will be at 530, and that is free, so anybody can join us for that. So we've got a lot of things going on. Um, it's it's very exciting. Um, one thing I'd love to mention too is that we, you know, I think a lot of you may have remembered that we tried to do the wheels on the greenway and have had a successful events in the past, but we did have to cancel it for this year. But we still had all these bikes that have been collected um, and donated by people like you and people um, just all over the community who want to um, give a, a, a bike to a kid in need. So we have collected over 100 bikes. And so we're in the process of um, repairing those and getting ready to donate donate them to um, over the next couple of weeks. We're, we're giving them to one of our partners, Warnersville Recreation Center, which is not far from the downtown Greenway. We've part partnered with them 
for a number of years. And so we've, we've got bikes for them and, and some of the, the kids that come to the rec center. We are also giving bikes to kids at uh, Jefferson Elementary School. And they're doing, it's great because they're doing a contest, a writing contest. And the principal there is um, asking the children to, to write a, a story about why they think they should get a bike. And so she's doing a little contest to um, uh, promote the, you know, or, or help them uh, work on their writing skills and also receive a bike in the process. So that's a great, we'll be doing lots of coverage on that um, and sharing pictures um, on our website, uh, the bike donation. So that's a very exciting um, and very heartwarming thing that we're doing this fall. So we're pleased to be a part of that. That is, and, Laura, that's great. And um, I just love the fact that as we're seeing greater usage um, on the downtown Greenway, as, as many Greenways across the community are seeing, that we're having these additional opportunities to allow people to sort of experience the Greenway in different ways, whether you're interested in fitness or whether you're interested in greater community engagement, whether you're interested in learning a little more about nature. I feel like we're really providing such a nice opportunity uh, for that. And I know that, you know, our one of our big, big signature events is the Run for the Greenway. And we celebrated our 10th anniversary of that last year. And so I'm excited for you to, to tell our audience about how that Run for the Greenway is going to work this year. Yes, yes. That is our biggest event. And we, although we were sad that Wheels on the Greenway was canceled, we are very, um, we're very excited that we were, are still able to do the run. It does look differently this year. We, you know, we debated about not having it this year and just waiting till next year. But we just thought we would miss this great opportunity to get people out on the Greenway um, and, and do it in their own time. So we're doing the um, Run for the Greenway virtual challenge. And so that will take place on or start on October 17th with a pop-up packet pickup. That's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of peas there, but we're very excited that we're able to do that. It's a rolling um, event that will start. Um, it will be one to five on October 17th and you will sign up. You can sign up now for the run. All of the information is on the website and you sign up and then you will pick up your packet and um, your neck gaiter. Every participant will have a cool neck gaiter that they can wear um, uh, and for, it has multiple uses um, and during this time of COVID. You can use it as a mask or use it, you know, for cooling as you're running. So that's a great, great little um, perk that we're able to provide this year to all the participants who sign up. So you'll stop in, pick up your information, and then you run the run on your own, the four-mile loop. You will run it between October 17th and October 31st on your own time. You can run it on the 17th if you wanted to. Um, we will provide the, the suggested route and it is on the four mile loop of the downtown Greenway. The section, however, that um, Dabney, you can talk about this a little bit later about some of our construction that's going on, but the section along um, the western side, of course, is not complete, and so we have a little kind of, we, we run parallel to that, which is, which is great. So it kind of gives you the feel of what the run will totally be like, hopefully, this time next year. Um, and so you, you run it in your own time. You post your results and photos uh, to the RaceJoy app that we have on the website. We 
Jones Racing Company is the um, racing timing company that we've used, and we're still partnering with them this year, and they're managing all of that for us. So it'll be a great way to, um, of course, share your results and, and get your times in. And, and, and you really could also run your own route. So if you uh, happen to live in Winston or you live in, in, in Wilmington now and still want to participate and support the downtown Greenway, you can pick your own four-mile loop and still, you know, upload your times for that. So that's a neat feature that, Dabney, that we haven't had before uh, with, with um, past runs. So I think there's been a lot of neat opportunities for us um, this year doing it as a virtual run um, and getting people, uh, we're going to have some trivia and some ways, you know, you'll find out information and um, about the Greenway as you run the course. Um, there's a scavenger hunt. There's lots of different ways we try to be really creative to get people engaged. And I think it's a great family friendly opportunity because you can still run the one mile. For those of you who remember, we've always had a, a one mile fun run and so you can still you know if you've got smaller kids and you want to do the one mile you can still do that and you can pick a, a section along the downtown greenway uh, a one mile section and run that and upload your time so um, we're very excited and then the neat thing since we can't all have a big party like we've done in the past we're going to have a closing a virtual closing event on November, Sunday, November the 1st from four to five. And that's where we will, um, you know, recognize uh, the top runners. We will have random prize drawings for different um, gift certificates and, and uh, that support local businesses here in town and, down, uh, and, and in downtown. So there'll be lots of opportunities to win prizes during that. We will have live music and it'll be a fun one hour just to kind of celebrate uh, the runner's accomplishments and support the Greenway and, and get some good prizes. So that'll be on the first. And so that's, that's how we're going to work it this year. And hopefully this time next year, we will be having a big celebration because we'll be near completion of the, the entire Greenway and, and we can really celebrate with a big party and a run this time next year. So. Well, that sounds like um, really nice planning and an exciting opportunity for people to still be a part of it, but do it in a in a safe way during these circumstances. Exactly, exactly. So we're excited about it. So go to our website and, and you can get more information there. One other um, opportunity that I didn't mention that I'd love to share is that we always are doing cleanups along the downtown Greenway. So that's a, been a great way this summer for businesses and organizations to come out uh, to do some cleanups along the Greenway, picking up trash. So if you ever, you know, if you have a business or if you have an organization that, that would like to do that, please let us know because we can always use help. There's always weeds to pull and that kind of thing. We did have a volunteer work day last weekend that we do regularly over at Woven Works Park. And Woven Works Park is the park that's located at the corner of Lindsay and Murrow. And uh, we had a group come out uh, to clean pull weeds at the pollinator garden there. And we do that several times a year. So we can always use help for that as well. So we've got a lot going on, Dabney, programming wise, but I know we've got lots of construction. And like you said earlier, we're very lucky that that's been able to continue during these times. So would you would you like to share what's happening with, with the Greenway and what, what the timeline is for the rest of the, the construction? 
Sure. Well, Murrow Boulevard, uh, the section that runs along the eastern side of the Greenway and then continues to Fisher Avenue along the north, uh, has been under construction since um, not this past April, but the April before, uh, April of 2019. And we are so uh, fortunate that that construction schedule has been uh, timely and has been efficient. We are expecting that section to be completed uh, by the end of October of this year. So we just have another two months on that. Um, I was just um, out of Greensboro for the past two weeks and when I drove back in yesterday, I drove up Moreau just to see the changes and it's just amazing to see what's happening. They're doing lots of work now on Fisher Avenue uh, in between Green Street uh, as it crosses Elm and Magnolia. So very excited to see that construction come to a close and, and that will bring us to having three miles of the four miles complete. And we think the run for the Greenway virtual challenge this year will be a great way for people to actually see that and experience that brand new, brand new section. Yeah, um, and exciting. then, Laura, as you mentioned earlier, um, the railroad corridor along the western side will be the final section that we will put under construction. We have the plans and the drawings ready for that. We're waiting on a few final approvals from the North Carolina Department of Transportation on that section and we are anticipating that we will put that section out to bid uh, sometime towards the end of the year which would allow us to then go under construction next year that's about a mile long section um, it's uh, a particularly important section because it is the southern end of the Atlantic and Yadkin Greenway. And so we'll build our mile section of the downtown Greenway. And then eventually from Benjamin Parkway up to Markland Avenue behind the Target Shopping Center, that section will be completed. Uh, that's a, a project that the city of Greensboro is working on. And it'll provide that amazing full connection to the ANY Greenway and up to lots of important amenities in that part of town, going through Midtown and uh, connecting up to the Battleground Parks District and, of course, all of the uh, watershed trails as well. So that's that's kind of where we are with construction. We hope that um, a year from now we will be nearing the end of um getting this project completed, which is super exciting. Yeah, we can run, next year's run will be on most of the Greenway. So that's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, there's a lot, there's several art projects that are underway, um, which is, uh, we're in great anticipation of the Freedom Cornerstone and there's like, several others. Would you talk about those? Sure. Um, so that's that's one of the, the things I particularly enjoy about work on the Greenway are these public art projects. The Freedom Cornerstone is the fourth and final cornerstone that we'll be building. It's at the intersection of Gate City Boulevard and Murrow Boulevard. Uh, if you drive by there, you can see sort of a big open area that actually right now has some piles of dirt and, and gravel, but that is the site of that Freedom Cornerstone. And that's, of course, looking at Greensboro's history with the sit-in movement and the role that Greensboro played in the greater uh, civil rights movement across the country. We're thrilled that artist Radcliffe Bailey from Atlanta uh, is working on that piece. He's actually working on his design um, 
we have just received his uh, proposal on um, on the 15th um, of September, and we are excited about uh, working on how to share that with the public and get some public feedback about that. So I encourage everyone to stay tuned uh, to that as well. Um, another public art project we have is uh, the Westwoods project, and that's over on the west side of the downtown Greenway. Um, artist Thomas Sayer from Raleigh is working on that. We are building that on. Um, near uh, 501 Guilford Avenue, between Guilford Avenue and Friendly Avenue along the railroad tracks. It's a wonderful um, sort of unknown site, I would say, with a stream there. And uh, Thomas is doing his large-scale earth castings there, and um, he will begin his actual physical work on the site in early October. And he will be working the better part of uh, the months of October and November uh, so that he plans to finish that up in December. He's proposing these three sort of monumental uh, cairns that will be formed from these earth castings and uh, has a, a wonderful relationship with the site itself and the stream that goes by there. So that's super exciting. And then one last art project we're working on um, down at the Moorhead Park Trailhead parking area, uh, the city had to do some repair work to the bridge there. And we lost one of our, our favorite uh, public art pieces, Color House there, that was the mural that was painted there. We are seeking um, proposals from uh, certainly local artists, but also opening that up to artists who are based in the state of North Carolina. And we look forward to uh, sharing uh, the proposal that the art selection panel uh, selects for that. So you can keep your eyes on that. We've mentioned lots of this information uh, being on our website, and that is uh, www.downtowngreenway.org. And um, I encourage you to take a look at that. Uh, to stay updated with information about the Greenway, you can sign up to be on our e-blast list. Uh, Laura sends out, uh, you send out an email, Laura, about once a week. Yeah, um, usually once a week. It's all, typically once a week, usually on Mondays, but if we have a lot going on, we might send two, but that's kind of rare. So you can just go to our website and um, sign up for those e-blasts. It'll pop up when you, when you um, click on the website and you can just put your email address in and we will add you to the list. Great, and you can access our social media as well. We're active on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. That's another great way uh, to stay connected with us. I would say, um, I guess as we sort of close this out, that um, we love for people to continue to stay engaged with us and you can do that in a number of ways, certainly participating in our activities. If you're interested in volunteering, you can reach out to Laura about what those volunteer opportunities are. Um, we're also continuing, we're not actively fundraising at the moment, but we are always uh, open to people wanting to support us with contributions to the Downtown Greenway. We get surprised um, sometimes when just some folks feel like they wanna be a part of, of making this incredible amenity happen for Greensboro. And you can find out information about how to support us on the uh, Downtown Greenway website as well. So this has been a great conversation. Laura, thank you for all of your work 
on uh, putting together just these really exciting opportunities to keep people engaged during a time, as you said, that sometimes can be a little um, uncertain. And, and we want to provide opportunities for people to get outside and feel engaged and, and be a part of uh, making this a great community. Yeah. Thank you, Dabney. All of your work uh, to make the actual trail um, happen has been such a collaborative effort. And so it's been it's been a great, um, great spring, you know, or summer and fall and, and a little different than we thought. But I think we are we're really trying to, you know, get out there and, and see people and we'd love any ideas if you've got, you know, some kind of outdoor uh connection or idea, we'd love to hear from you in any way, shape, or form. So thank you again, Dabney, for, for the conversation, and, and we'll see you all on the Greenway. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center, and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Impact the Borough is recorded at Press Play Studios. Producers are Brody Cohen Glaze and Holly West. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time.